on problem number five. See the pie graph here. Survey results. Survey results. And let's see. Looks like well, that looks like almost a straight line. Dividing it in half there, and then there's this gets divided in half again. Looks like that roughly. Looks like that. And then this is slightly bigger than that. All right. And this tells us x is less than 20 for 30% of the time. I don't even know what these represent. x is greater than or equal to 60, 25% of the time. x is between 40 and less than 60. This is 25% of the time. So it could equal 40, but it's less than 60. And then it's between. It's greater than or equal to 20 and less than 40 20% of the time. That's survey results. The chart above shows the results when 1,000 people were asked, how old are you? The age they gave is represented by x. How many people said their age was less than 40? So x is less than 40. Well, this category right here is x is between 20 and 40, so it's, it's this one. It's this one, plus all the people who said that they were under than, younger than 20. Because if you're less than 20, you're definitely less than 40 as well. So it's both of these combined. And this is 30%, this is 20%. So if you combine it, it's 30% plus 20% equals 50% of the entire population asked. And 1,000 people were asked, so 50% times 1,000. That's straightforward. That equals 500 people. And that's choice D. Next problem. Problem 6. Which of the following could be the remainders when four consecutive positive integers are each divided by 3? Are each divided by 3. Interesting. So let's say you know we have x, x plus 1, x plus 2 x plus 3, right? These are four consecutive positive integers. So let's, I guess one way to think about it is, let's, let's assume that this first one is divisible by 3, right? Let's say that x divided by 3, there's no remainder. So the remainder is 0. So when this number is divisible by this number, 3 will, you know, x is divisible by 3. So now when you divide x plus 1 by 3, you're going to have 1 left over. Similarly, you're going to have 2 left over. Here, you're not going to have 3 left over, right? Because if x is divisible by 3, then x plus 3 is also divisible by 3, right? You're going to have a cycle. It's going to go back to a remainder of 0. So this is a possible situation. And similarly, if x had a remainder of 1, then x plus 1 would have a remainder of 2. Then x plus 2 would have a remainder of 0. And then this would have a remainder of 1 again. So I don't know. Let's look at the choices. Are any of these out there? Well, sure. This is choice D, actually. The first thing we did, choice D, was 0, 1, 2, 0, which is D. And the key here is realizing that you can't, you can't have a, a remainder of 3 or 4 when you're dividing by 3, right? Your remainder can only be 0, 1, or 2. So if you just, with that realization alone, you can 
cancel out all the choices that have a 3 or a 4 in it. You can't have a remainder of 3 or 4 if you're dividing by 3. And you can try that out, right? Because if you have a remainder by 3, that means you can add, you can divide one more 3 into the number and have a remainder of 0. So you could cancel out A, B, C, and E. You can actually cancel out everything. So you just have to add that, that one realization, and you would you'd have said the choice is D, because you can't have a remainder of 3 or 4 if you're dividing by 3. Next problem. Problem 7. If y is inversely proportional to x, so that means that y is proportional to the inverse of x. So it's equal to some constant times 1 over x. That's what inversely proportional means. If we said proportional, it would be y equals k times x. But it's inversely proportional. And they tell us that y is 15 when k, uh, y is 15 when x is 5. So y is 15 is equal to k times 1 over 5, right? y is 15 when x is equal to 5. Let's see, let's multiply both sides of this by 5. So you get 5 times 15 is 75 is equal to k, right? So y is equal to 75 over x. I just rewrote this. What is the value of y when x is 25? So y is equal to 75. x is now 25. What's 75 divided by 25? Well, it's 3. And that's choice C. Problem 8. If 2x, 2x plus z is equal to 2y, and 2x, and then they also tell us that 2x plus 2y plus z is equal to 20, what is the value of y? What is the value of y? y is equal to what? So there's something interesting here. We can rewrite this this second equation as subtract 2y from both sides of this equation right here, and you get 2x plus z is equal to 20 minus y, right? So this is interesting. We have a 2x plus z here, and you have a 2x plus z here. Let's make a new variable, just to simplify. You don't have to do this step, but I think this this will simplify things. Let's call, I don't know, let's call the variable uh, q. Let's say q is equal to 2x plus z. Right, that's what they're trying to confuse you. They're giving you two equations with three unknowns, and, and you're like, how can I solve for one of them? Well, what's interesting is they have, you're solving for one of them, and then the, the relationship has a 2x plus z in both equations. So if you say q is equal to 2x plus z, everything starts to make sense. Because then this top equation will become q is equal to 2y. And what will this bottom equation be? That would be q is equal to 20 minus y. Right? Now you could set these equal to each other. 2y is equal to 20 minus y. Take, add y to both sides. You get 3y is equal to 20. Am I doing that right? 3y is equal to 20. Is that, yeah, add y to both sides. y is equal to 20 over 3. They don't have that choice, so I must have made a mistake. Let me see if I can. Let me redo the problem. Must have made a mistake. Problem 8. So they're telling us 2x plus z is equal to 2y. And then they tell us 2x plus 2y plus z 
is equal to 20. What is the value of y? Okay. The second equation can be written as 2x plus z is equal to 20 minus 2y. And this top equation is still 2x plus z is equal to 2y. Oh, I see. I, I had dropped a y someplace. So this must equal this, because they both equal 2x plus z. I don't even have to do all that substitution with q. I think you see that 2x plus z equals this, 2x plus z equals this. So this must equal this. So 2y is equal to 20 minus 2y. Add 2y to both sides. You get 4y is equal to 20 y is equal to 5, and that is choice A. I'll see you in the next video. Oh, whoops, I didn't delete. Sorry.